When what you do is in line with why you do what you do, you will have passion for what you do. And passion is the fuel that gives you the energy to pursue your dreams. Without passion, you have nothing. Welcome to Playmakers On Purpose. I'm your host, Paul Epstein, 15-year NFL and NBA business exec, widely known as the 49ers Y coach, now your coach. In this transformational podcast that takes purpose from an out-of-reach North Star to a practical and tactical exploration of how we can take action on purpose every day. This is your all-access pass to a tribe of leaders in business, sports, and life who are ready to share their playbook where purpose becomes the igniter of the impact and the performance that we're all after. As we ramp up toward today's episode, pull out your notepad so we can make plays and level up on purpose together. Playmakers, it's about that time to welcome Dr. Gary Sanchez into the conversation. As a proud founder and CEO of the Y Institute, Gary believes there is a better way to know yourself, and that is by discovering your why. After spending months to discover his own why with Simon Sinek, author of Start With Why, Gary emerged inspired to impact more lives by making the discovery process scalable and available to us all, a mission that brought Gary and I together to join forces. Through years of coaching, research, and developing the algorithm, Gary uncovered the nine whys and developed the world's first and only why discovery tool that allows anyone to discover their why in under five minutes. To date, the Why Institute has helped over 40,000 people get clear, stand out, and play bigger. And now, it's your turn. As a special gift for all playmakers, head over to whyinstitute.com slash playmakers to discover your why. That's whyinstitute.com slash playmakers. After your discovery, pull out a notepad and prepare to level up on purpose. With that, let's welcome Gary Sanchez into the Playmakers podcast. Gary, welcome to Playmakers. How are we doing? Awesome, Paul. Man, I am so excited to be here. This is going to be fun. <laughs> for sure. Well, you know how we roll on Playmakers. We love to have fun and we are going to go very deep on the Y Institute. And if I could just touch the Playmakers hearts right out of the gates, the mantra of the Y Institute is to get clear, stand out and play bigger. So I couldn't think of a better community than the Playmakers for the tribe that wants to play bigger. And with that, Gary, I think this is awesome because before we get into our conversation, let me just let the cat out of the bag. And this is something where for everybody listening in, Gary Sanchez and the Y Institute, you are going to be hearing from them, or should I say us, very <laughs> often. And that is because as I got to know a gentleman by the name of Dan Dominguez on Gary's team, chief growth officer. His why, just to put that out there, is contribute, as that is my why after taking the why discovery assessment. And literally, we were finishing each other's sentences right away. He says, you got to connect with Gary. And months and months of organic conversations go by. And we had this epiphany that two plus two equals 10. Why don't we just join forces and so effective the week that we are launching this conversation 
I am honored and humbled to be announced as the chief purpose advisor of the Y Institute. So Gary, I can't wait to meet you at the 50, brother. Oh, for sure, man. We are so excited to have you as part of our team. It's just going to be a great collaboration. Like you said, together we can do so much, you know, separately. We can still do a lot, but together, man, let's go. Uh, You know, our our goal is to impact a billion people in the next five years. So we've got to uh, collaborate, connect with the right people, and you are the right people. So thank you for uh, agreeing to be part of our team. Of course. No, a truly honored and pleasured. Let me start with this. So you just mentioned the B word, a billion. Like that, that, I mean, it's in a respectful way. That's kind of crazy. And you know how I know it's crazy, Gary, because I too have said (laughs) that I want to touch and inspire and impact a billion lives. So talk to us more about that vision. Why is it not as crazy as it sounds? So Paul, when I first went on this journey of trying to figure out my own why, so I'm actually a dentist. For those of you that are listening, uh, I was a dentist for the last 32 years. And the advice that I was given when I first got out of dental school was build a great product and people will come, right? Build a great product, do the best you can, and people will naturally and mysteriously find out about you. And I'm sure you've heard that same sort of thing, Paul, and everybody that's listening has heard that, right? And so I did that. I spent 20 years going to the highest levels I could in dentistry, studying with the best mentors, going to the best institutes, building a beautiful facility, amazingly well-trained team, all the technology, all the stuff. I had a great what, but I didn't stand out like I thought I should. I didn't get recognized like I thought I should. I wasn't, my practice wasn't growing like I thought it would. You know, I'd become an expert like so many of your listeners are but you don't know how to talk about yourself in a way that allows you to stand out from everybody else who does what you do. And I became very disillusioned, Paul. I I was at the point where I was ready to quit. I put so much time, energy, effort into becoming a premier dentist, and I wasn't getting the results that I thought I would get. So I knew there had to be a better way. And that's when I went and I hired a coach. I hired a guy by the name of John Asraf. Maybe you're familiar with him. He was in the movie, The Secret. Through him, I learned how to use the internet. I learned how to do drip campaigns, websites, SEO, all that stuff to get my message out to the world. But the only problem was, what am I going to say? Right? What am I going to say that separates me from everybody else who does what I do? What are your listeners going to say to separate themselves from everybody else who does what they do? And since I didn't know, I just stayed quiet because I didn't want to sound bad or I didn't want to sound desperate or like I actually needed new, pa- new patients coming to my practice. And that's when I heard also about this concept of why. Probably like you, I listened to Simon Sinek's TED Talk yeah, many yeah, times. Very familiar, met him personally, yes. Massive fan of the message, but continue, yep. Then I um, read his book multiple times, and I said, man, that's what I'm missing. I have a great what, but I don't know my why. And if I just knew my why, I would know what to say. And I would know how to stand out. So I became obsessed with this along the lines like you did. So I called Simon. I said, Simon, I need you to help me discover my why. This was 12 years ago. And he and I spent about eight months together looking back through my life, trying to figure out why do I do what I do, looking for clues. And so I finally figured out my why, which is to find a better way and then share it. And man, once I learned that, My life made so much sense to me. I've got lots of patents and products and inventions that are all better ways of doing things. And it put it all together for me. 
And so I took what I learned from John Assaraf and I took what I learned from uh, Simon Sinek and I created this yification pro- process back in 2000 and, uh, 2011. And my, I applied it to my practice and we stopped talking about what we do and we started talking about why we do it. And my practice took off, right? We went from just getting by to having abundance. Most so you fun, embedded this. You embedded this into your your marketing, your messaging. You were starting with why. You were leading with why. You were taking it from a concept and putting it in action. Yeah. So let me give you an example. Instead of talking about crowns, bridges, fillings, complete gum care, latest technology, all the stuff that we'd been marketing and talking about, we started talking about what we believe. And we believe that life is better when you have great teeth. In fact, you can't have a great life if you have bad teeth. And there are so many people that are being held back from who they were meant to be because of their teeth. And our vision is to help these people get their lives back. So we provide a safe, pain-free visit that alleviates their stress and allows them to get the smile they've always wanted so they can be who they were meant to be. And that's what we do. So it was a completely different type of message. We didn't talk at all about what we do, just about why we do it. And the right people started coming. The ones that were looking, you know, they'd walk in the door, and they were, and that what I just kind of did for you there was part of a radio spot that we had that brought millions of, of I'm not millions, thousands of patients, millions of dollars, but thousands of patients to us, the right patient. And so they would walk in the door and they would say, hey, you know what, Gary or Dr. Sanchez, um, I was driving down the road and I heard your radio spot come on and you were speaking to me. That is me. I am being held back from who I was meant to be because of my teeth. And so it was so powerful in delivering the right people to us, allowing us to talk about ourselves in the right way. And so I started getting calls from other dentists that said, hey, I I want you to help me do what you did because I was in all these different study groups. And so I started to help them. I would sit down with them, help them discover their why. And so you remember my why is to find a better way. And so I went back and figured out what Simon was trying to do and I made it better easier, faster. So I could help somebody instead of six or eight or 10 months, I could help somebody discover their why in about an hour. I had a series of questions that I would ask them. I'd take them through this process. We'd discover their why, I'd help them build their messaging, marketing, branding, culture, all based on their why. And so uh, I did this for hundreds of dentists. And then I started doing this with, uh, I started getting calls from chiropractors and lawyers and um financial groups and the businesses kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I started helping so many thousands of people all over the world discover their why. I would go, I'd bring people out of the audience on stage with me and I'd help them discover their why and and build it right there uh, on stage with them. Then I started to notice patterns and trends and similarities. And I figured out, Paul, that there's only nine different whys. And once I figured that out, Then I could sit down with somebody and help them discover their why in about 15 minutes. Then I could teach other people how to do this. And then I could get more and more data. And with that data, I'm kind of giving you the short version of all this. And with all that data, (laughs) um, I was able to write the algorithm, develop the software that you took to discover your why now in about five minutes. And then a couple of months ago, we launched the YOS discovery, which helps you discover your why, your how, your what creates your message right there for you. So then you can take it and move in the right direction much faster. 
So that was the really short version of it. But I think that gives us a, a, kind of a lot to talk about. Yeah, it does. Well, even though you say it was a short version, I kind of consider it the sports center highlights, if you will, where you just took us through probably <laughs> a decade plus of a journey, maybe multiple decades in a handful of minutes. But yes, to your point, there are multiple things we can double click on. So for one, and look, I, when you have a show that's called On Purpose, and we believe that this is a movement, because the big question we're trying to tackle, Gary, is are you living your life on purpose or... Is life just happening to you? And something that we obsess about. So you talked about one of your obsessions on behalf of all playmakers. We obsess with living a life on purpose. And when I'm sure you can riff on this for a bit, where we're coming from is we realize the power of why. We actually have a special something in it for every playmaker soon. We'll announce it during the show about how they can all discover their why. But how would you break it down for us, the difference between why and purpose? Because Simon Sinek wrote, start with why, find your why, had that amazing TED talk. What's the difference? Are they connected? Are they not connected? Help us understand that from your lens. So that's a great question. And I, and I was thinking about it. I didn't know you were going to ask me that, but I was just thinking about it yesterday. And I had this conversation actually with my wife and we were, and we were saying, so what is the difference between why and purpose? Because it's very fuzzy. And, and I'm not even sure if it matters that there's a difference. But to me, your why is your being and your purpose is your action. But I don't know if that's totally true. That's just how I see it. Because your why is it stays with you uh, forever. Um, so somebody asked me one day, so, so what's your purpose? Why are you here? Well, I'm here to bring better ways to the world. I can find better ways. That's just how my brain works. I can take from all kinds of different industries that I see something that works better and apply it to other places. And I'm at my best. I'm in my lane. I have the most energy. Like I said, I helped thousands of people discover their why for free because I couldn't stop myself. It's what I felt the best doing. You were called to it, Gary. Bottom line, you were called to it. Called to it. And I would say that's my purpose is to help the world find a better way. And so that's where I really struggle as well. Is there a difference? And does it matter? So to me, they're intertwined so intricately that I would say your why is your being. It's, it's, it's what's in you, whether that was God-given or developed as you were uh, growing up. And your purpose is how you're going to use it. That's a challenge, right? I'm sure you've had this conversation over and over, right? Yes, I've had it with <laughs> countless other people. And you know, the most important person that I've had this conversation with, Gary? Myself. I have been wrestling with this thought of what is the difference between why and purpose inside of me for years. Ever since I found my why at a 49ers leadership retreat, that was actually led by Simon Sinek and his team. So I'm telling you, we're connected in so many ways, but we did not finish in five minutes. I'll just call that out. Uh, yes, I had a transformational experience. A lot of the audience knows exactly the details there, but what I'll share with you is I now have a very refined view. And maybe here's an interesting left turn that I didn't plan on taking this here, but I think it makes sense. 
So full transparency, Gary, I found my why and I knew that my life had changed forever. I walked out of this two-day retreat with a why statement with my core values. I started to imagine a better world, a better way of living. And I walked out and after the sugar high, just like anything else, you leave inspired. And then a couple days later, Monday morning comes and then poof, back to your old life. Everybody listening in has been to that conference or that retreat where you leave on a rocket launcher and then your life is not very different a week later. And I'll tell you, Gary, that tension that I felt pissed me off. I was pissed because I thought, how could I have felt so special a handful of days ago? And eventually the story morphs into one where a lot of folks know I became the Y coach of the 49ers, but it's became, it's because I became obsessed with alleviating myself of that tension where I felt like I have this statement, but I'm not living it. I'm just not living it. And so for me, I often talk about how our pain can connect to our purpose. For your life, thinking through, reflecting back, is there an example, whether we'll come back to the why versus purpose thing because it's too good to let go. But in your life, is there an example of where there was some level of pain and ultimately it connected whether to your why or your purpose? Oh, for sure. So should I have gone into dentistry from day one? I don't know. I was, you know, just like a lot of us when I was in high school and I had to come up with, where do you want to go to college? What do you want to do? I don't know. How am I going to figure that out? So I just went to the college where my friends were going and we, I knew I was going to have a great time. I went to the University of Colorado in Boulder. And well, you know, I had the major of undecided for as long as I could keep it until they finally <laughs> said, hey, what are you going to do? What's your major? I almost had an emotional breakdown. I went through all these counselors and they didn't help me hardly at all. And I just picked this, the uh, course that I had, the, the, the major that I had the best grade in that course, which was biology. And then that, that solves that problem for about six months until they say, okay, what are you going to do with your biology degree? I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? And so then I, I ended up just going to dental school to see if I liked it. My dad was a dentist. I knew the lifestyle. I thought, oh, let me give it a shot. I did enjoy being a dentist. But if I look back over my life, is that where I should have spent my life, my time? Was that the best use of what I could do? I don't think so. And I always felt that way. It was just one of the things that I did. It wasn't who I am. And so think about this, Paul. I walked away from... Easy street, if you will. I was only working three days a week. I was making a lot of money. I had a great practice. I had all the stuff. I had everything that was success. And I walked away because this is what I am called to do. And so bringing a better way to the world for people to understand themselves. Here's what I believe. I believe that knowing your why is the first step yes. in self-awareness. And when you start with your why, the why, the why is the start here button. And so when you start with this, all the rest makes a lot more sense. But if you don't start with it and you start, you know, there's a lot of great assessments out there. There's Myers-Briggs, Colby, Strength Finders, on and on, on, really good, really powerful assessments. And I like them all. But those are how you take action and not why you take action. And so when you start with your why, 
then the other assessments make so much more sense to you, so much more clarity, so much better in helping you move forward. If you start with the right place and you start with your why, you'll know yourself at a much better level. It'll all fit together. And so, um, and you already know, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, of course, but the, um, so have I been in pain to where I wasn't living my why and I had to pivot and then go live my why? Yes. Did I have 32 years of that? Yes. There's a, there's a lot of power, Paul, in being pissed off. And when you're pissed off, stuff happens, man. Things change. And I was at the end of my rope in, why am I doing this? This is what I should be doing. So for the listeners, does discovering your why make your life easier? No. It may make it harder temporarily. <laughs> Will it make it better? Yes. Will you have be in the right lane? Yes. Will you enjoy every day and have passion for what you do and be fired up to get up? Yes. Does it always make it easier? No. So in the short run, can make it harder. In the long run, you'll be so Gosh. glad you did it. And that's what happened with me. All right, Playmakers, it is now time to find your why. In collaboration with my partners at the Why Institute, you have access to the most high-impact assessment to find your why that will help you know who you are, know how you think, and know why you do what you do. I believe in this assessment so much that I invested in one for every playmaker out there. Consider it a gift from me to you on purpose. To take your assessment now, head over to whyinstitute.com slash playmakers. It only takes five minutes, and the best part, it is absolutely free. If you've already taken it, share it with somebody you know that needs to ignite more purpose in their life. It all starts by finding our why at whyinstitute.com slash playmakers. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> well, by the way, Gary... That's exactly what happened to me. I told you that yeah. tension. It was because I realized that there was a fork in the road to stay the course, which would have been easier. I was your version of this amazing dentistry and all the toys and material things and all these external facing success trophies and accolades and achievements. Check, check, check. I was in the same boat, but in sports and who would ever leave sports? Why would you ever leave that supermodel, that dream industry, that kid in a candy store moment? Well, what if you're not in love with the day-to-day? -day? What if your perspective has shifted based on who you've become? You said your why is very connected to your who, and I almost think there's a, it's your being, right? It's the who are you, who have you been, and who do you want to become? All of those things. And, and then the purpose, I agree with you. I do think it is a lot closer to the application of the action, which is your doing. It's the being versus doing conversation. But I'll tell you, Gary, where I, I cut my story short a few minutes ago is my vision, and that's why your discovery tool has helped so much it's been one of the greater self-awareness exercise I've ever been through, which is why I'm so fired up 
to share this and contribute, my why being contribute, I want to contribute to that billion as much as freaking possible until the world tells me I can no longer do it. I will do it till the last day. And so with that, my refined vision of why versus purpose to use a football analogy, because I just can't stop. I can't get away from this thing called sports. <laughs> the why is the kickoff. It's the kickoff to the game of living a life on purpose. So when you kick off, now you have this compass. I had a why statement. It's very awesome. It's this, in my case, I found this North Star. In your case, you're actually giving a very simple and clear five-minute solution into finding your why. We'll talk about the operating system in a bit, but that encompasses your how and what. Essentially, you're telling folks how they can enter each day so that they can live the rest of their life on purpose, but without the starting point the anchor, the GPS system, whatever other metaphor you want to use, how could you possibly live on purpose if you don't know your why? And Gary, I did not know that. I was trained and taught by many consultants that the why is the start, middle, and finish. And that is why I became unfulfilled because I said, well, this is BS. Like you're telling me this is the end of the game. Why do I not feel so amazing? And it was until I learned about applying purpose and action into every day, that's when life transformed and took off. No, oh, I love that. Yeah, you know, knowing your why is that start button, the first, the kickoff, like you called it. But just as important are your how and your what, that puts it all together. Why is just a one dimension. So I, I talk about it in terms of when you know your why, you're seeing somebody in one dimension. And then when you add the how, it's two dimension, the, 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 the um, what, now you're looking at somebody in three dimension. So my why is to find a better way how I do that is by making things clear and understandable. And ultimately, what I bring is a simple solution. So we can dive a little bit more now into the why, the how, and the what. So my why is better way, my how is clarify, and my what is simplify. So that tells you a lot about me. That is my decision-making process. If it's not, if you're going to bring me an idea, if you have something you want to propose to me, if it's not better and it's not clear and it's not simple, then I don't want it and don't even bother bringing it to me. It has to meet those three criteria. And the same thing in your case, right? Your why is contribute. Your how is clarified, just like mine. And your what is trust. Is that right? A hundred percent right. So it's got to make a difference for people. It's got to be clear and easy to use. And it's got to create better trusting relationships with people. Or how do you feel about it? Don't want it, right? No, absolutely. So Gary, to confirm your why, this is your entire operating system and all these solutions live within the walls of the Y Institute. So your why is better way, your how is clarify, your what is simplify. And then for playmakers listening in, because I'm about to share how you listening in right now in a matter of moments can discover your why. For me, my why is to contribute. My how is to clarify. My what is trust. And Jerry just provided some quick riffs on how that all comes together. We're going to unpack this, shine a light on some very public facing folks that this will all resonate with. But for everybody listening in, I know you want to discover your why effective now. And so if that is the case, head over to whyinstitute.com slash playmakers 
because on behalf of myself, I believe in this as such a powerful tool to discover who you are and why you serve and who you want to be and all of these amazing things. So it's at your fingertips right now. And as my gift, I invested in more than enough assessments here so that every playmaker could truly find their why, discover their why for free as a gift from me. So just wanted to put that out there. So now, Gary, for everybody listening, they're going to speed off. They're going to discover their why. They now have it. Talk to us about some of the applications. Let's start in whether you want to go business first or personal first, but let's straddle the line, whichever order you want to go. How can we each apply our why, regardless of what why it is? What are what, what's in it for me? What are the benefits? Right, that whole piece. How would you talk to us about personal and business? Yeah, let me sum it up in one sentence. When the question is how, the answer is your why. So let me give you an example. How do I find my passion? How do I find my fit? How do I know what direction I should go with my life? How do I build my culture? How do I build my messaging? How do I talk about my business? How do I know who my ideal client is? Those are all, those were all very challenging questions. And people spend months, years trying to figure that out. (laughs) You can now figure that out right now with what you just learned. So what I said was when the question is how, the answer is your why. So let me give an example. How do I find my passion? Biggest question people come up with all the time. How do I help my kid, my child find their passion? Your parents probably said that to you. Go find your passion. Yeah, thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. I'm, I'm going to go find my passion. How do I do that? <laughs> how, how do I, where, where do I go? Well, I don't know, uh, but go find it. So, right, that's what I got. That's what we all got. So here you go. When what you do is in line with why you do what you do, you will have passion for what you do. Let me say that again. When what you do is in line with why you do what you do, You will have passion for what you do. And passion is the fuel that gives you the energy to pursue your dreams. Without passion, you have nothing. You're not going to stick with it. You're not going to get there without the passion, right? How much passion, how how big of a, a role did passion play in your life, Paul? Oh, amazing. And by the way, this so connects because people think of, and again, why purpose? We've already beat that one up pretty good, but I'm just going to say purpose because that's kind of where, where my mindset is. I always say people think of purpose as there. it's only for the blue skies. I actually think it's more powerful in the middle of a storm. I think purpose and or your why can be the connector to resilience. It's why you get up off the mat because I care so much because I have so much skin in the game. This is not a job. This is not a career. It's a calling or it's a passion. I would not give this up. I would do this for free. I can keep on going, but folks listening in know where I'm coming from. Purpose can be the fuel of resilience. Purpose can be the fuel of your courage. Courage is standing tallest when fear and risk are highest. And so if you're listening into this, we all have fears. How do you overcome them? Courage does not exist without fear. It is impossible. You need fear in order to have something to be courageous about. 
You need to have adversity. You need to fall in order to need to be resilient. And so what if in five minutes you could tap into your why and then your why operating system and you now have clarity around how to discover your passion. By the way, Gary, you are so spot on. Number one, I, I get asked two questions and they're almost asked interchangeably, whether right or wrong, doesn't even matter. How do I find my purpose? How do I find my passion? I kid you not, those are the two questions, brother. Oh man, if I had a nickel for every time. Yeah, go ahead. So I want to, I don't want to leave people there. Uh, I want to, yeah, I want to yeah. give you an example so you can feel it because it's great to say that, hey, find your why, find your passion, great. Everybody says that. Okay, now let me give you, let's, let's bring it home for all of you that now have gone and discovered your why. I'm going to use myself or I could use Paul as an example, but in my case, my why is better way. So if you put me in a position to where I get to find or share a better way with people every day, every minute, do you think I'm going to have passion for that? What took a dentist who was already busy I didn't have a shortage of things to do. Two kids at home coaching soccer, coaching their teams, running a full-time practice. I had plenty to do, yet I spent thousands of hours helping people discover their why for free all over the world. Why would I do that? It wasn't for the money. It was free. It's because I couldn't stop <laughs> yeah. myself. I had path, And that's the same thing with you. So when you know your why – so in Paul's case, when he's able to have an impact in people's lives, when he's able to help them have a bigger impact in their life, which multiplies his effect, how do you, and, and I said, Paul, how would you like to do that every single day? How would you feel about that, Paul? Well, that's exactly the life I'm living now. And reflecting back, that's exactly why I fell out of love with the day-to-day -day of the sports industry. If I was to say my contribution meter, if a hundred was I'm kicking butt and one is I don't do it, maybe at some point in my career, I was at a hundred, but it was almost a downward slope. And so again, the exterior looked amazing to everybody else, but that Jerry Maguire moment, if I could simplify it, it's because I felt there was a greater opportunity for more impact outside of the walls of the industry than inside of it. And that's why I took that leap of faith. Perfect, man. Right on. So, so back to what you asked me that if the question is how, and those are typically the hardest ones to answer, how do I find my passion? We just talked about it. How do I find my fit? Find a place where they value your why they're looking for your why they, then you are in the right spot and you will love it and they will love you. How do I find my direction? Pick a direction where you get to live your why. And within that, there's going to be X number of choices where you get to live your why. Pick one of those and you will love what you're doing. How do I find my, how do I develop my messaging for my business? Let me give you an, an example. Someone everybody knows. Let's talk about Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, Got why? It. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, his why is to challenge the status quo. If you know anything about his life, in everything he did, he challenged what people said he should or shouldn't do, right? I mean, he went to college and said, I'm not gonna follow this path you want me on. I'm gonna drop out and just sneak into whatever I wanna do. And so he challenged the way things were done. He would always find a better way and then he would simplify it to the point where it was easy to do. And so his why was challenge, 
to challenge the status quo and think differently. How we did that was by finding better ways. And ultimately what he brought was simple solutions. Remember what he would dress, how he would dress? I mean, he only wore one, but what, what black and black. I, I think he had, he might've had 30 of the same wardrobe. There you go. Because he didn't want to have to make a decision. And right. so it was simpler. Okay, let's take that and let's apply that to Apple. What was the phone before the iPhone? Do you remember the phone, the big phone everybody had with all the, before the iPhone, right? The crack or Blackberry? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. So how yeah. many buttons on a Blackberry? Too many. Too many. So if all he was going to do is make a better Blackberry, because he wasn't in the phone industry at that time, if all he was going to do to make a better Blackberry was maybe to have too many and two buttons or too many and 10 buttons, right? But instead, he challenged the whole concept of what it was to have a mobile phone. He found a better way using glass and he made it so simple that a three-year-old and a 93-year-old could use the phone with their finger. So in everything Apple does, they challenge the status quo. They think uh, they find a better way and they simplify it to the point where everybody can use it. What do you know what the tagline is for Apple? Think. Think different. Yes. Where do you think that came from? Steve Jobs. So the, the messaging for the company comes from the messaging of the visionary or the leader. So when you know that of the leader, you'll know that of the business, you develop your message, your, your message, um, your culture comes from there, your core values come from the why, how, and what. It all becomes so much simpler, so much faster, so much, I mean, it just puts it all together there for you. So this stuff that's a mystery becomes doable, right? Discovering your why. I mean, what a mystery that was. Has over, what, 100,000 books written on that. We now know how to do it, right? Now you know. So in 10 minutes, you get your why, how, and what. You are crystal clear, ready to rock and roll, and we create your message there for you. So it just simplifies the whole process. Uh, One million percent it does, and that's the thing. And, and look, I'm a sucker for, in, in many ways, especially if you had a positive result, you're always a sucker for the way you were taught, right? So in my case, I found my why through a different process. I did not have a five-minute fast pass, if you will, but through a multi-day workshop, in my case, I facilitate these all the time, half day, full day. And don't get me wrong, they are so transformational and they are so human centered and they are so inspirational. And I literally, I, I had one yesterday from the day that we're recording this yesterday. I had a workshop as well as multiple coaching sessions, helping teams, organizations, individuals find their why. And you know, what's really cool, Gary, is I still believe in that process again, because, Hey, I, I did have a great result, but I have now kicked off the party, if you will, with this five minute why discovery, because it gives us a language to center around. And I understand who's in the room and I, I can now, you know, the whole difference between golden rule, platinum rule. I'm not trying to treat others as I want to be treated. I'm trying to treat others how they want to be treated. That's their love language, so to speak. And your assessment, this five minute why discovery 
it allowed me to be able to speak other people's languages. And I'm already a great connector, humbly speaking, of course, but man, it's like a 10X. This is like superpower, dude, because it literally just allows me to speak directly to their heart. So let me let me address what you just mentioned there because um, the process you're using, I'm intimately familiar with because I did it thousands and thousands of times. Um, and it's a very powerful get to know a person, dive in deep process, and and, yeah, and I a lot loved of life it. reflection. Oh, and I loved it. And, and uh, where, where I found the challenge with it is scaling it for one, but for two, of course, uh, yeah. But for two, I was never sure if I got somebody to their why, and so then I wasn't. If if we're not sure. How valuable is it? That was the problem because do, uh, did we get far enough? I'm not sure. Did we actually get to it? I don't know. It was not a end point. It wasn't a clear end point. And if it's not clear, it was hard to base your entire company, your entire everything on something if you're not crystal clear. Now, like you already know, some people get there really fast and up oh, 100%. But then whatever percentage it is, I don't know what the percentage was, they don't quite get there. And then it's a big challenge. So with the YOS discovery, man, you'll get it every time. And so what what I would recommend for those of you that know what Paul's talking about in that that process. It's a great process, but you can still use that. You just reverse the order. So what you do is discover your why, how, and what, and then tell the stories that are proof of your why, how, and yes, what. Yes, it get validates it. Yeah, validates it. There you go. It validates it. No, and I'm glad you said that, Gary, because you're right in the sense of some folks get there ASAP and other folks that will get there, especially with a coach that considers it their calling. You ain't leaving <laughs> until everybody feels like they connected to that endpoint. But, but I will say this, regardless of what the introduction process is, what the process is, I promise you, whether you're working with an amazing coach, you're going to an amazing workshop, you're taking this five minute Y discovery through the Y Institute, Regardless of the channel you enter, hopefully you're, you're doubling down as Gary mentioned, but regardless of the channel, the real secret sauce is what you do about it after. It's phenomenal to know your why, how, and what. It's phenomenal to do a transformational workshop or go to a retreat that changes your life. But if there's no action to follow, then ultimately it is a very distant North Star. And that is how it will feel. And I would argue it's almost worth, it, it's worse, I should say, to know that you have a North Star and you're not doing anything about it versus just going through life. And I, I, neither one sounds amazing, by the way, tapping into your why and living your life on purpose. That is the secret sauce of inner success, which many call significance. That is, in, in Tony Robbins' words, success without fulfillment is failure. Everybody wants a fulfilled life. Are you willing to do the work to earn it? That is what follows. 
So I, I think this is phenomenal, Gary. Let me, let me ask you this. You gave Steve Jobs, you talked some business, you talked some career about tapping into your passion. Personally, for you, how has this shown up in your life, whether at home, um, with friends, in your community? Like, just talk to us a non-business way that playmakers listening in, they want to drive this impact, they want this self-awareness, and they're really focused more on the personal side. How would you talk to us about that? Great question. So my team... In fact, my this building that I have my office in, it's a four-story um, building, lots of different businesses in here. Everybody here knows their YOS, and it's the conversations are just awesome around here. But in my own business, uh, the Y Institute in particular, that's how we hire people by their YOS. We have a job to fill. We know what the best YOS would be for that position, and that's how who we put there. So everybody gets to live to their strength, including me. So my special sauce is finding better ways, making them clear and simplifying them to the point where everybody can use them. I get to live my why now every day. Everybody knows that about me. So they know what to bring to me, how to bring it to me, how not to bring it to me, what not to bring to me. So now I get to hone in remove so much of the noise and focus in on what do I do best? How, and if everyone on your team gets to live to their strength, live to their why, live their why at your place while pushing at your business, while pushing the YOS of the organization forward, imagine how powerful and how fast, agile, excited your company is. And that's what we get to experience. And so I wish that for everybody who's listening. It just changes the game for you when you put the right people. So there's another, there's another book, right? Put the right person on the bus and in the right seat. Great concept. Yeah, Good to great. Of course. Great concept. Yep, How yep. are you going to do it? Concept. Yep. Well, mm -hmm. if you know their YOS, it's not that hard. You know exactly what you want. I'll give you an example. So let's say you were bring, bringing on a new bookkeeper to your organization. If you look through the nine whys, you'll see some of the whys would be great for that right way, trust, perfect. Couldn't have anything better than having somebody with a why of trust handling your money. Some of the whys would not be so good for that. One in particular, the why of challenge, doing things differently, not following the rules, not drawing inside the lines would probably not be so good for that, right? But you may have somebody that shows up and fills out an application and that person with the why of challenge was a math major. And so there you look, oh my gosh, they're great at numbers. Man, let's put them over there in, in uh, bookkeeping. <laughs> and so they now they're in bookkeeping. They can't sit still for two seconds. They hate doing the same thing over and over, but they're good with numbers. And so they struggle completely and they hate it and they're disruptive. And you're like, what the heck is going on over there? Because you didn't know their why and their YOS. And so once you know it, you say, oh, I got it. Let's put that person actually in marketing or events or creating fun things. Now they'll love that. So build your team, which is what we did, which is what I get to do every day. I'm a little fortunate because we get to speak why, you know, constantly yeah. everywhere we go. But that's no, why I we get want that. to help a billion people do the same thing so that everybody gets this experience. It's awesome. Yeah. So I got two things to call out from what you just said. And then one final question, and then we're going to get on out of here. But the two things to call out as folks are listening into this and we're still... 
I hope we're in the fourth quarter of this pandemic, but I stopped trying to guess and project. Let's just say we're still in it. And if you follow the news, you see something called the great resignation. There is just a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of burnout. There's a lot of fatigue. I could argue, glass half full, the great resignation can become the great awakening when we start to understand why people are leaving And perhaps it's because there's a lack of awareness or knowledge of how they're wired. If we knew everybody's why, if we knew how they operated, if we knew how they were wired to show up and things of that nature. I know somebody's why, how, what? I'm not saying it's a bulletproof anything. There is no bulletproof in life, but I could tell you from experience that this can be one of the keys to recruiting, engagement, and retention. So one call out, if you are in a positional leadership role, struggling with the challenges of the great resignation, this can be a part of the solution on moving forward and creating a better way, a better future for your business, for your life. Now, when I ask Gary the question about applying it to business, check. Applying it personal, while And Gary considers his company like family, so it it practically is one and the same. Now, for everybody else, though, I want to actually tell you the same, whether you realize it or not, there are so many teams in your life. Your home is a team. Your friends are a team. If you go to church, that's a team. Wherever you congregate, whatever you consider a tribe that you love being around, that you feel you belong to, that sense of belonging and community, that is a tribe of people that if you can apply the same things, whether we talk about our office or a home or a group of people we love hanging out with or going to a sporting event with, How amazing would it be if we kind of understood them from the inside out? And so final question for you, Gary. So normally I ask folks to think of a word that inspires them, which the Latin definition of inspire is to breathe life into. But in your case, because of being the founder and CEO of the Y Institute, I couldn't ask a question that doesn't have Y in it. So I'm going to let you think on this for a second. I'm going to ask you, what is your why under the why? And I'll bat lead off here. For me, while I have a why statement, while I understand what it means to live my life on purpose, again, like you, I'm blessed. I'm in the space. So I practice what I preach. That said, my why under the why is to make my dad proud because I lost them when I was 19 And he impacted so many lives. And in continuation school as an educator, I had conversations that touched my heart and soul years after he passed. And while I've let myself down often in life, I refuse to let him down. And that's why I don't have bad days. And that's why I don't have bad weeks or bad months or bad years, because I've essentially dedicated my life to him. He's my why under the why. So his legacy has become my purpose. And so now for you, whether it's a person or whether it's something else, what is your why under the why? You know, uh, it's funny. I had this conversation with uh, a guy last week. We were having dinner uh, and I was trying to figure out actually, why did I take dentistry to the level that I did? Why was I so obsessed about doing it so well? Because people don't know what I did in their mouth. And I had to do it to the highest level I could possibly get to. And I don't think it was for me. 
I feel like it's because I ha- I was putting my signature on it. And when I sign it as that's what I did, I want people to know that. If my signature is on it, then that means something. Then it was really well done. And I think that's, that's really what it has to be. Because I don't care too much for the personal, hey, you've got to be in the limelight for that. It's more a matter of, well, I know who did that. And that's really, really well done. No, just hearing you say this, Gary, I love it. And if you don't mind, because I heard you in a different um, conversation talk about the connection of what you used to do in the dentistry world with people's dreams. If you could share that with our playmakers as a mic drop moment, I think this will really help color the why under the why. Yeah, you know, their first dream is probably not really their dream. It was probably their parents' dream for them. And then their second dream really becomes their dream. And that's kind of what I've been, you know, my first dream as a dentist was really my dad's dream for me. And then my second dream is now my dream. And I think a lot of the playmakers are going to find that for themselves. If you look at where you're, you had, you were heading early on in your life, maybe there was somebody else that you were living their dream. But when you get to live your own dream, oh my gosh, that really changes things for you. And that's kind of, you know, I'm a lot older than probably most of the people on your, of your playmakers. And it took me, maybe I'm a slow learner. I don't know. It took me till I was. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> until I was older. I wouldn't say that. But, uh, but now I'm able to, to, to do that and, and uh, it'll help happen. It'll really help you gain clarity, discovering your why, your how, your what, your message. And you'll know it when you can say it. And that's really what we give to you so that once you can say it, man, you'll walk different, you'll talk different, you'll feel different, you'll know. There's such a difference between thinking, feeling, kind of knowing, and knowing. Man, when I know, hey, man, this is my, this is why I do what I do. This is how I bring it to life. And this is what you're going to get from me. Okay, now we have different conversations. So thank you, Paul. Of course. Yeah. And the nutshell here is clarity will lead to conviction, will lead to courage. I promise you all playmakers, you will have more courage in your life once you have clarity and you will step into each day with conviction and you will surprise yourself at how courageous you truly are when you step into your why, when you step into your purpose. With that, as a reminder, as a special gift from me to you for all playmakers, whyinstitute.com slash playmakers, five minutes do it right now. Thank you, Gary, for blessing us with your inspiration, your passion, your purpose, and most importantly, your why. If your why is to have a better way, you have created better people, better lives because of the connection that you have created in the past 40, 50 minutes. So thank you so much for being on Playmakers. Thank you, Paul. And like you started this with, we talked about Get Clear. Stand out, play bigger. Loved what you just heard? Subscribe to Playmakers on purpose on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you tune in from. And for all of today's show notes, head over to playmakerspod.com where you can not only enjoy resources from this show, but all previous episodes as well. And last call, if you haven't already, you can now take your personal why assessment in under five minutes for free 
at whyinstitute.com slash playmakers. Playmakers is produced by Detroit Podcast Studios in collaboration with Purpose Point. See you next time as we continue to make plays on purpose together.